Hey guys, welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast. This is Joe. Uh, it's been a hot minute since I've laid one down, and only really because um, the truth of the matter is when I do these podcasts, it's you know earlier in the morning when it's quiet in the house, and I just have the time to myself. Well, over the past week or so, I haven't had that much quiet time in the house, um, that's a long story, nothing bad, just family obligations, and for you, those who know, know. Um, so today, I'm going to talk about why hardcore bodybuilding or hardcore competition prep is bullshit. Now, I've done a podcast, I think a while back, talking about longevity, you know, the positives, um, the nicer way of putting it, but this is more attitude. Uh, I'm really anecdotal through people I've worked with, people I've seen. Um, it's just something to give you some warning and to let you know that doing a hardcore prep isn't necessary. It's not going to give you the longevity that you're after. And it's not going to give you the most fun. It's a misnomer. It's a lie where people think they got to be hardcore and I'm using that term generally, and I'll go over it in a second what exactly I mean. But to have any kind of success in life, it's one day at a time. It's a journey. It's educating yourself. It's, it's, it's doing what's needed to be done. Yes, consistency and discipline. But having the mentality of going all in, zero to 60 in two seconds from day one is absolutely ridiculous. Where... You need to learn, you let you need to let your body gradually get into it. Um, and I'm gonna give you some analogies, you know, like my high school analogy, my baseball analogy, and all that stuff. But before I dive into it, a few points, again, I just want to thank everyone for listening. I've just noticed, uh, checking my little stats here, that the actual subscriptions has really jumped. So people, I guess get notifications through Spotify or Apple Music. So thank you so much for the support. And every once in a while, I'll still get those instant messages, direct messages through different social media platforms just saying, hey, Joe, I'm listening. Thank you. You know, I appreciate it. And it's super cool. I mean, that's why I wanted to do this. Put some information out. Take it for what it's worth. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen. If you like it and you pick up something, uh, that's that's my goal. You know, that's what I'm trying to do. All right, why hardcore is bullshit. And number one reason is typically because people push themselves so hard and they think that's the only way to go, and that falls in line with the diet where they feel that they need to be hardcore. Well, you know what? Again, consistency to me is hardcore. Um, if it's doing a macro plan, a meal plan, um, whatever name, diet plan, whatever it is, you need to figure out a diet that's going to give you sustainability during your contest prep. And also that allows you the flexibility to get yourself out as far as an exit plan goes. You've heard me say this over and over again. I've had clients over the years have great progress. They're a newbie client. And basically, they're making progress, but they feel like they're not making enough progress. Why is that? 
Well, it's because they get excited, they see the changes in their body, so they figure that if they push even more, more great changes are going to happen. Now, if you're a new person to the game with less than, say, two or three years of weight training, dieting harder is not going to give you more progress because you don't have the muscle to be shown. It's that simple, right? If you don't have muscle there and you diet down and go hardcore and constant lose, constantly losing one or two pounds a week, guess what? You're going to be burning through muscle tissue. That's inevitable. No matter how many years you've been weight training and, you know, for 99% of natural lifters, drug tested lifters, the goal is to keep as much muscle as that you earned during the time. So if you're a newbie, again, two or three years weight training, even five years or less, that's valuable muscle size and symmetry and shape that you have. So when you diet down, you need to be a, a little bit more cautious because you don't want to ruin the shape. No matter what division you're doing, it still is called bodybuilding. It's still showing off the size of the muscle. But people get in their head, their own head, thinking, this is great. I'm losing weight. I'm seeing changes. Yes, that's a beautiful thing. But they constantly want to push harder and harder and harder. And then they end up looking squishy, over-dieted looking, flat looking. And then they're questioning themselves like, what happened? Well, you dieted too hard. You lost too much muscle tissue, too much body fat. If I'm not saying that's a thing, but when you don't have the muscle tissue to support the body fat loss, it can be a double-edged sword. And I would, you know, you can still compete, obviously. I mean, I have clients that follow the lead as far as, and I explain to them like what I just said to here, listen, if we push any harder, you're going to start losing your shape. To me, it's more valuable getting the experience, knowing that, yes, you need more time in the gym, you're going to, and that's going to come, playing the long game. But that's where hardcore, as far as the diet, blows me away, where they'll burn their muscle tissue and they think more is better, which it is not. And that's another thing when it comes to the diet. How you go into your contest prep being hardcore, again, it's consistency. And I'm not saying you have to do flexible dieting where it's going to give you the exit plan much better. But I've seen more people come out of it much better instead of dieting hardcore really fast, really hard, eliminating everything. And then their rebounds are typically terrible. Like they don't know how to get back into the real world of eating. So that is why slow and controlled, disciplined, but finding something that is realistic, that is sustainable, that will keep your muscle tissue, that will allow you not to have a terrible rebound. And really, guys, this is why I, when I get someone new, I go easy uh, because I don't want these bad things to happen to them. I want them to be educated where they learn that, yeah, I want to compete. I am going to compete. I know I'm still going to be growing. I could lose a little bit more body fat, but I don't want to have a terrible rebound nor burn through muscle tissue. So there's the protectiveness in me. I'll be honest with you. Now, on the flip side, I have clients that are pro level. One their pro card have, say, 88 plus years of weight training under the belt. They've been doing it for a while. They've competed before. 
and I will grind them. I will have them do more cardio. I will have them, you know, go lower in calories because mentally they can handle it. You know, they can handle it because they've been there before. They've matured through the process of number of competitions and they can sacrifice losing muscle tissue to actually lose more body fat. Now, that's a certain level. Now, that's only because of they put more time or more years have passed. It doesn't mean they're a better competitor. It just simply means that they have the muscle that they gradually built up over years. We learned what their body can handle in the offseason, not getting too fat, so it won't be too hard to lose. And they realize that, you know what? The way I'm eating, I'm just going to eat a little bit less, listen to Joe, <laughs> and then come out of it and cycle you know, and repeat. So that's where, to me, people get confused because they see social media people with tons of experience on tons of steroids, and they figure that's what they got to do while they just started weight training six months ago, and they probably got to lose 30 pounds to hit the stage and they'll do anything possible. There are outliers, guys. There are people that can do that and not even have a bad rebound. But I'm telling you, most don't. You want to diet down slowly, give yourself plenty of time, have a sustainable diet, not burn through much muscle tissue, and just take it one day at a time, one contest at a time. So to me, that's why hardcore dieting is bullshit. And really, you need to get a grasp on it before you enter the game of competition prep. Same, pretty much the same for the training. You know, it's just, I think it's hard to overtrain, but I guess, you know, because I'm older now, I do believe in it and it's because of my age. But when you're younger, you do recover quicker. Um, you know, doing, you know, multiple hour workouts a day really isn't necessary, even when you're younger. Um, I'm not going to get too much into the hardcoreness as far as training. You just want to be smart. You want to listen to your body. You want to push your body, but you don't have to do multiple workouts a day, like splitting it up as far as, you know, chest in the morning, back at night, because some dude or chick actually said that worked for them. You want to, you know, be smart with the training, but also learn how to have proper form when it comes to weight training, mind-muscle connection. And then you can push yourself. I'm just drinking a little coffee here, excuse me. So it's not so much with the hardcore of the training because I think really it does stem more on mentality and diet. Um, and then another factor that I see often when it comes to, and I don't mean to pick on organizations here. This is just my anecdotal truths. Where, you know, full disclosure, I've been with the OCB since basically the inception. I promote through show uh, three shows through the OCB. A lot of my clients do compete in the OCB, but I do have clients that compete in the NPC. Um, and it's just because they might be on TRT, or that's the path that they're chosen, or the path because local shows, there aren't OCB shows. You know what? Freedom of choice, guys. I really don't care uh, as far as that goes. But don't think for one second that if you're doing an NPC competition over OCB or any other alphabet, it really matters as far as how your diet and your training goes. That is 
major bullshit, you know, because they think, oh, I got to step it up. No, you don't. It's still you versus you. It's still you looking your best. Um, I mean, I've gotten questions before, you know, inquiries. Do you coach for the NPC? I'm like, well, sure. Why not? And now, maybe they're talking about drugs. I don't know. We didn't get that far. But I would simply reply. It's like, it's still the same thing, you know. And that's a mentality that I've seen pick up over the last few years. And I can't really wrap my head around it. Now, yeah, I'm not connected with the uh, political bullshit that you may see in some of these organizations. Um, but it, it's just something that I don't really understand. I mean, I do understand, <laughs> but I don't because really whatever path of competition you want to do shouldn't really change the mentality of your approach or the plan of, a, of an attack. Um, it's that simple where... Yeah, there are, there are hardcore people that are nutty and whatnot that do OCB shows, and there are for NPC shows or whatever other organization may be out there. It doesn't matter what the organization is. It's just the fact that for some reason and because you see them around, you see more social media content, unfortunately, or whatever it is, freedom of choice, you see the drug use, so people get attracted to that thinking, you know what, I got to do something differently with my diet or my training. No, you don't. Even if you decide the path of using anabolic steroids, it doesn't matter. That's, yeah, that's going to help you build muscle and help you recover. And it may help you lose body fat at the risk of your health, of course. And that's something that you need to decide for yourself and hopefully not being haphazard with it. But it still is bullshit when it comes to thinking you got to change your diet and your training and all that mentality type stuff. You still need to have the plan of attack that's responsible, sustainable, that's not going to give you the terrible rebound, that you can have a good training routine, that you can push yourself, that you can recover. So there's no difference. Um, you know, if you're listening and you're on the fence of doing whatever organization and thinking you need to have a different attitude or mindset, absolutely not. That's my take home point where the hardcore bullshit as far as organization goes is totally wrong. Um, it doesn't matter. I mean, you see it in all types, right? I mean, I, again, I'll, I have clients that compete in the OCB or they've come to me from other coaches that did an OCB pro, uh, actually win their pro card. They had that hardcore approach. Now they're messed up psychologically because they don't think there's any other way. But my goal was to teach them, you know what, let's reset. Let's not think about competing right now. Get your body and your mind in the right spot. And then we can show you the positive way of competing. And that just be, you know, throwing yourself out there all the time and hoping you'll get a placement. And really the analogy that I like to give to wrap all this up okay, is, you know, longevity guys, right? I mean, most of us started weight training, you know, either for our sports in high school or college, or we just wanted to get healthy uh, and change our body for our own self or realize, you know what, I have the free time now, I want to start taking care of myself or whatever, or coming off an injury. I've seen that happen where people do rehab and then it get addicted to exercise in a good way. So then, you know, they want to do, they want to go to the next level where they want to then possibly compete. And I think that's a beautiful thing. 
even at that point, you still need to educate yourself and understand that consistency, longevity, playing the tortoise role of going slow is going to be more beneficial and you're going to have a better career at competing. No matter what division you're doing, you're going to embrace it that much more instead of having the hardcore attitude bullshit of thinking, I got to do it now, I got to do it now, I got to go quicker, quicker, quicker. No, that's not going to happen. And baseball to me is a great analogy. Now, if you don't know, Major League Baseball season is 162 games. It's almost like a lifetime. Starts in April, ends at the end of October. You know, cold months in the beginning, super hot, and then cold again. Your body goes through a lot. And the beautiful thing about baseball is that the next day is the most important day. Where it's not what you did in the past. Where you can go 0 for 4, strike out 4 times. The very next day, you can hit a couple of home runs and be the hero for the game. Alright? Where am I going with this? It's a mindset of pushing forward one day at a time. It's a cycle of just simply letting the last day go. Building it up. The momentum. And then after all those games... You can look back and see what you did, okay, where it's a process. It's a process, meaning it's just chipping away at it. Now, that is the mindset of chipping away with the proper diet, with the proper training, letting it happen organically and just occurring to the point where you're building up your body, you're in a good place with the diet, over time now everyone's different where some people can be in a few months some people need a few years but just letting it happen organically and then you're going to be that much more prepared mentally and physically to enter a competition where a workout if you have a bad workout it doesn't mean you got to start all over you know it doesn't have to be social media worthy every single workout that you do okay it doesn't have to be a pr you know, I'd rather have the consistency of training of not the greatest workouts all the time over years as your body's going to respond instead of thinking I need three months hardcore workouts before I compete or I need to clean up my diet immediately because I want to step on stage in three months. No, guys, embrace the longevity, embrace the balance of what this gives because then you're going to enjoy it that much more and give you the opportunity of wanting to continue to compete instead of thinking it's got to be all here and now. Yeah, you need, you know, I, I'm going to be honest, you, de- you do need that competitiveness, but you need to be smart. And that's just where the baseball analogy comes into play. You're competitive every single day, but you know the playoffs are not until another six months where it's not, you know, just because you're super competitive one day or a week in a row doesn't mean it's going to give you the edge of, you know, changing your body that much more. You got to let it happen naturally because everyone's different. We all have different fingerprints, different structures, different genetics. It's you versus you. And that's where it always comes down to, you know, comparing yourself to the last contest prep, seeing your progress, reevaluating, then making the the needed adjustments instead of just like going after it too quickly because you're going to burn out. You know, hardcore leads to burnout, you know, 95% of the time. Yes, there's outliers, and I've seen it. I've dealt with them. I've worked with them, and it's great, but that's not the norm. All right, guys. 
So this one is not a quick cast. It's more like a regular podcast because I'm seeing I'm approaching 20 minutes. Hopefully this information has been helpful. You know, take it for what it's worth. It's just my opinion, my anecdotal reason, because when I work with a new competitor or even someone who's been competing for a few years, I want the best for them. I want them to have the success of seeing their body change, improving, doing well, enjoying the process. Yes, embracing the grind and the suck of it. Yeah, it's that's inevitable where it's going to happen. But to be happy at the end of it, you know, not to have you know, regret of what they did to their body. It sucks those last couple of months of prepping. That's going to happen. But to realize that's what it's needed to push yourself to the next level as long as it's done responsible. All right, I'm going to wrap it up. Again, questions or concerns, fitfranco at verizon.net, Team Franco Bodybuilding on all the social medias. If you're not aware on Instagram, Joe underscore Franco underscore TFB, which is my personal Instagram page. I am journalizing my contest life prep. So if you're interested in seeing what I'm eating or whatever exercises, I'm still posting up instructional stuff, some videos. Check me out there and I'll talk to you next time.